Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Nerdgasm Podcast, the podcast where we talk about things that are nerdy and things that are naughty. I am your anchorman, Merlin Sensei. With sports tonight, we have the 12 sided guy. With weather, the Mupacabra returns to us, and our man behind the scenes, Switch Rigs, will be taking care of any cuts to videos or pictures that we need for the evening. But tonight, he is our wonderful silent partner. So, uh, as we're going to go ahead and get started here, Moo has requested to go ahead and speak with you all for a few moments. I did. Um, thank you. I'm happy to be back this week. Um, I believe in transparency with you guys, right? We've always talked about being an open, being open and honest and the importance of open and honest communication. And so I have been in and out a lot lately. I have been dealing with an ongoing custody suit with my ex-husband. The exact details of the case I will not get into because that I can't share. But it has been rough, to say the least. Um, I had a very, again, open and honest conversation with my kiddos. My, my girls are six and eight, and so there's a certain level of transparency that I just can't give them because they're six and eight. And so it has meant a lot of coming up with creative ways to explain things, to be honest with them at the level that their age level allows. Um, And I, I guess for other people who may be going through similar situations and struggling to find the right things to say, um, I just kind of wanted to share a little bit of this process with you um, and also say thank you because not only the boys here, um, but to you, uh, you as an audience as well, for being super patient with us, for understanding our need to prioritize mental health and family and quote unquote real life over what we do here. Um, but my younger daughter asked me uh, if I was ever going to be with their dad again and why I wasn't with their dad. And that is never an easy question to answer. And we had a conversation. I said, well, you know, when you're, when you're sad or you're upset um, and I give you a hug, does that make you feel better? And they said, yes. And I said, right. Um, if you're happy and you're excited and I give you a hug as a way to celebrate, uh, does that feel good? And they said, yes. And I said, you know, what about, um, what about Floof? If I give Floof a hug when she's upset, would she like that? And they said, oh, no, mom, Floof doesn't like hugs. I said, exactly. He said, um, what if Floof was super excited? Would would she want you guys to hug her? And they said, no, she doesn't like it when we hug her. I said, right. I said, does that mean that she's not still needing love or attention? And they said, well, no. I said, but we show Floof love in different ways, don't we? And they said, yes. I said, yeah. I said, it's kind of like that. I said, Sometimes grown-ups give and receive love in different ways. They need to be shown love one way, or they need to show love another way. And sometimes those don't match up. And your dad and I didn't match up anymore. And we stopped being good for one another. Because even though we loved each other, we couldn't show it. And that's important. And that's something that's come up a lot lately, is the importance of making sure we are showing love in the ways that people need it. You know, as an adult, we talk about love languages. This is something that we talk about all the time. But how do you explain love languages to a six-year-old? How do you explain love languages to an eight-year-old? And so um, that's just something, if you happen to be struggling, I thought I would put out there. We have always taught our children that everybody loves a little differently, and that's okay. And now we continue to teach them that sometimes everybody shows love a little differently, and that's okay. And everybody needs love a little differently, and that's okay. But when we can't meet in the middle, we shouldn't stay and do more damage. Um, 
I had my custody suit last week. I had an absolutely terrible time with my previous lawyer who stopped answering any phone calls. I hadn't heard from him for six weeks. I tried reaching out to all other lawyers who said, hey, we can't represent you when you're already represented. But I couldn't even get a hold of my lawyer to hear, hey, I quit. Um, Dress Blacks was actually the one that got a hold of my lawyer. Um, who and, and Dress Blacks admits called him an incompetent piece of shit, which is my favorite thing on the entire planet at this point. Um, but I ended up walking into the courtroom with a brand new, very expensive lawyer um, who couldn't actually try my case that day because he had other cases already scheduled and my ex-husband's lawyer refused to give me a continuance. So I, um, I had to make the choices that I had to make um, in order to protect whatever interests I could. And so um, it has been a very, very rough time. Um, and I have struggled with a lot of different things. I have struggled with what this says about me as a person. I have struggled with the notion that am I giving up? I have struggled with the notion, am I, you know, am I compromising? Um, am I compromising my relationship with my children for my job? Am I compromising my relationship with my children for my relationships? Am I compromising my relationship with my children for graduate school? Am I compromising? And these are all things that I'm going to have to grapple with as time goes on. And um, it's a lot. It's, it, it takes a toll on mental health in general. And I think in the process of vocalizing all of these things, um, it's kind of helped me to come to not peace with the situation, but to find a path to move forward. And that's why I'm even sharing all of this with all of you, because again, I, I think we've all, we believe in transparency. We've always believed in transparency. And so this is me saying, um, I'm not quitting. I intend to be here. I can, I intend to continue to be here. Um, I do not believe that what we do here is pornography. Um, and that's something that was, that was levied at me that, that this podcast is pornography and I want to continue to be educational. I want to continue to be transparent. I want to continue to be upfront and open and honest with, with, with the boys here that I'm talking to and with you listeners. And so, um, I continue to beg your patience and your pardon, just as I have always done as I continue to try to make the best mental health choices I can for myself and for my family. Um, and I thank you guys for giving me the space to share with you and to grow and journey with you. Um, it's been three years that we've been doing this now, right? This is season three. We're, we're into year three. And here we have this wonderful time capsule that's an actual you know, we have memories of how this process went down. We have memories of how we felt as this process went along. And um, I'm grateful to have that. And so this is me taking my mushy moment to say thank you to you boys and thank you to the audience um, for giving me the space to grow and, and learn and communicate and change and, and become who I am. So again, thank you boys for the time. And I will shut up with the mushy stuff and I will turn everything back over to you um, Merlin, so you can decide where we are headed next. Um, well, since we're still technically on the nerdy side of things, there's, there's a lot, um, video game related yeah, I wanted is. to talk about. Um, earlier, uh, in the week slash last week, uh, depending on how you view Wibbly Wobbly, Timey Wimey, mm -hmm. 
um, there was something that was dubbed the Silent Hill Transmission mm -hmm. that went ahead and um, was broadcast at, you know, X time. Um, which, by the way, I'm not sure if it was set to be broadcast at the same time, but apparently Italy did theirs like an hour ahead of time. So the information had fully come out in Italy an hour before we even got access to the broadcast. Huh. Yeah, an interesting thing. So, I'll go ahead and run down the important stuff that I picked up from the Silent Hill transmission. First and foremost, Silent Hill 2 is receiving a remake. Now, Silent Hill 2 is a cult classic fan favorite in the Silent Hill franchise. It is also lauded as one of the best games ever created. I've so never it has played a... it. Is it worth playing? I haven't played it either, um, and that's that's the problem, though. Like, I'm going into a lot of this half-blind because I never really played the Silent Hills or the Resident Evil. I know I that's playing... where Daddy's from. Yes. I also learned something. His official name Pyramid is Head. technically not Pyramid Head. It's not? No, in the Japanese, at least, which is where it originated, it, he's known as Red Pyramid Thing. Mm. Yeah, not not as rolling off the tongue as pyramid head i'll just keep calling him daddy <laughs> um so silent hill 2 is receiving a remake now there were worries and rumors that it was going to be released in two parts like how final fantasy 7 remake is being released but it doesn't look that way it looks like it is going to be one comprehensive remake uh the only issues that people are seeing with it is the team that's behind the remake uh, it's a team called uh, Bloober. Um, now, video game team Bloober um, is behind a lot of mediocre games uh, mm. that have been released in the horror atmosphere. Stuff like Blair Witch Project, the video game, uh, Observation, uh, Layers of Fear. Like, things that aren't horrible... But on a scale of, you know, one to ten, they're like a five and a half. Yeah. They're it's not, not bad, but they're very forgettable. Nothing extraordinary, yeah. Yeah. So that's that's a problem that some people have, but we'll go ahead and see what happens. Um, in addition uh, to Silent Hill 2 Remake coming out, they also announced that there is going to be a new movie coming out. Return to Silent Hill, which should be based on the Silent Hill 2 video game. Um, now, I watched the original Silent Hill movie when it came out years ago in like 2006, I want to say. Something like that. It was, it was a it. long I've time ago. I've seen it since then. I mean, I, I know I've seen it because I can hear the girl saying Silent Hill in my head. Yeah. Um, but the, I... The movie itself was very mediocre. I wasn't a huge fan of it. I've seen people play Silent Hill, and I don't think it really captured that that psychological horror and feel of Silent Hill. But how many video so, game movies really do, though? I mean, I true. I guess so for me, because I remember seeing it and thinking, it's okay, but I bet if I saw, if I'd played the game, this would piss me off. Possibly. Um, so... Uh, they're doing Return to Silent Hill, you know, the movie, and I was like, cool, it can't be worse than the first one. And then they announced that they're bringing back the same director and producer that worked on the first movie. Uh. So, 
that kind of led me to a bit of a worry, especially when they were like, oh yeah, when the first one came out, it was a phenomenon, you know, you know box office smash. It's like, no, it wasn't. No, I don't know that it ever, <laughs> we could ever call it a box office smash. Yeah, so eh, we'll see what happens, you know what I mean? Um, also, uh, a lot of Silent Hill news, uh, there is a, a live event that's going to come out sometime in 2023 that's called Silent Hill Ascension. Now, the reason why I refer to it as a live event is because, um, it, it seems like it's going to be a Twitch stream now it may not be on twitch itself but it's going to be like a live stream ish um i'm not sure if they're going to have actors or if it's going to be computer generated or whatever but it is going to be happening live you can interact with it with you and your friends and affect the story and the canon of silent hill in and of itself for ever effectively so I'm curious to see where things go with that. Now, one good thing is um, Behavior Entertainment is going to be helping out with this event, and those are the wonderful people behind Dead by Daylight. So they're familiar with Pyramid Head and the stuff he can do. Uh, so we'll go ahead and see if they can add their own little, you know, I, I something to it. I need them to have like a weird gamer girl cameo where somebody just continually refers to him as daddy. And daddy? they're just like, what the <laughs> fuck? Um, in it, also, uh, this was another I, big Oh my gosh, wait, my, I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm going to move Penny on the trash this one. I was trying to explain that to my to my staff members that playing Dead by Daylight and that there because there's that video on TikTok. Um that I put, or that I put on my TikTok of me going, Daddy, Daddy, no! Like, and they're just, I was just like, I, that's what we call him. I, I said, I didn't even start it. I said, and I, I Raven. went to say Raven, and then I was like, you're about to use somebody's fake name in, in real life conversation. And I was like, Raven, and then I was like, fuck. I, like, I had to really think of, I've never once called her by her real name, her government name ever in my life. I just yeah. know because of like there it's somewhere on Twitter or Twitch or something somewhere. But I was like, fuck, what is their name? Like, but it <laughs> yeah, was just funny like, as I try to like real like because I, I do. I do. I know you hate to hear it, but I do call you guys by your real names. I know. In the it was office. Awful. Because now, if I don't, I sound like a fucking crazy person talking about my friends Merlin 12 and Switch. Hey, that's what. Well, I'm not going to go too deep into it, you know, but that's what I referred Please to you guys deep. as earlier. And um, I, I originally introduced myself. It's like, hi, I'm Merlin, but my real name is X. You know what I mean? I'm amazed. My by real how name many is people... Reginald. Yeah. I'm amazed by how many people default to sided guy for my name. I'm just like, instead of that? just 12. <laughs> I, There's you. a number at the beginning. It's nice and easy. I look like I haven't slept in like 12. I, it's That's amazing to me how many people I don't have to explain 12 to, though. Honestly, like in real life, people have just started accepting it, and I'm okay with that. I mean, I guess um, people went by numbers in the Divergent book series, so maybe they just think you're just like, yeah, sure, we'll call them 12. It's no problem. Why not? But that's um, oddly enough, like, people do call me Moo in real life. 
Like that's well, that's, that that's, was that's at how least I came a up with nickname. Yeah, to you. that's yeah. how I came up with Mupacabra in the first place. People have been calling me Moo for ages, and that's what mm-hmm. Dressblacks and Titmouse actually call me. Ninety percent. They do the same thing that Merlin does. Like if I get government named, I'm like, oh fuck, I must be like really a mess if you're government naming me to get my attention. Like. Sorry, Moo Penny on the tracks no, for Silent you're, Hill. You're I good. I, I I started with Daddy and I derailed the entire thing. I apologize. Uh, the last major announcement uh, during the Silent Hill transmission was for a brand new game in the series, um, that is separate from like Silent Hill Ascension because that's its own thing. You know what I mean? Is a game called uh, Silent Hill F, which looks like it's going to be taking place in Japan or at least has very um, Japanese aesthetics to it. Now, when it came up, Silent Hill F, from the trailer that I saw, I was like, what does F stand for? Does Fuck. it stand for five? Because this is technically the fifth installment of Silent Hill. Like, if you go by the factual numbers and don't count remakes or anything, is it Silent Hill Flower? Because flowers were very prevalent. Is it Silent Hill Foreign? Because before, when it took place in, like, Silent Hill... USA or effectively now we're in Japan or is it Silent Hill face which makes sense if you watch the trailer <laughs> I have another guess is it Silent Hill 50s why would it be I don't 50? think it's 50 years old oh no I'm thinking of Resident Evil because the new one I don't think Resident Evil is 50 Silent years old either Hill, it's not no no the the one of those two uh, it's either Silent Hill or Resident Evil I forget which that's set in Japan come is set in 1950s Oh interesting Um by the way did you know that Resident Evil in the original Japanese is just known as Biohazard not Resident Evil that is the American name Yeah the more you know so that's that's my major Silent Hill information that I wanted to go ahead and throw out there. Um, as long as we're talking about video games, let me go ahead and run through a couple of titles that are going to be releasing this upcoming week. Oh, wait a second. Are you in charge of video games because Switch isn't here? Look at you just filling that hole. That came out... <laughs> hey, I'm good at filling holes. That came out different than I meant for it to, but like... Just... That's okay. I'm girthy enough to fill almost any. Fuck hurt. you. <laughs> um, Guys, hey, well, listen, listen. We're trying to make this not pornography, okay? Uh, Mountain Blade Two Bannerlord uh, is releasing for PlayStation Five, uh, Xbox Series X, PS4, and Xbox One on October twenty fifth. It was originally only available on PC, so if you're a fan of the Mountain Blade, Mount and Blade series, uh, which is very um, knights and chivalry kind of age of things, that's coming out October 25th. Um, Brewmaster, uh, which is coming to PlayStation 5, uh, Xbox Series X, PS4, Xbox One, and Switch is coming out on October 27th. Again, that was originally PC because it was an indie-developed game, but it had such a good reception that they branched out. What it is is basically um, you inherit or start or open a pub, you know, Brewmaster, because you're making beers and stuff like that, and then you get to create 
you know, the bar and you can make multiple levels and, you know, that kind of stuff. If I remember correctly, I may be getting my games mixed up, but I think that's what Brewmaster is. It's like a completely different game. It's, he's just it made up this be. entire synopsis. Brewmaster like... may be the one that's about making potions. Like, I, there's so many. There's like three different potions. You're a barista and you just don't know game. about it. Congratulations. I, You're not, <laughs> I need a flat white. Thank you. No. Uh, <laughs> Sackboy, a big adventure, is coming to PC on October 27th. Now, Sackboy is from the Little Big Planet franchise. Oh, so he is okay. not a <laughs> testicle Sackboy. He is I'm like a burlap Sackboy. Um, a lot of people are, sense. and they're, they're hoping for very big things. I, uh, they're hoping for a big, big Sackboy? Um... Star Ocean, The Divine Force, is coming to PC, PS5, Xbox Series X, PS4, and Xbox One on October 27th. Uh, Warhammer 40k Inquisitor-Martyr is coming out for PS5 and Xbox Series X on October 27th. The slightly controversial Bayonetta 3 is coming out on October 28th to Switch. Why is it controversial? The reason why it is slightly controversial is the voice actress for Bayonetta claims that the company was only going to pay her $4,000 in total for her work on the game. Um, Meanwhile, the company is now claiming that they were going to pay her for five separate uh, three to four hour long sessions, $4,000 a piece. Um, so, you know, he said, she said, unfortunately. So we're not entirely sure what's going to happen. Um, for all of you that are fans of it, you know, it may not be my thing, but more power to you. Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2 is coming for PC, PS5, Xbox Series X, PS4, and Xbox One on October 28th, but I believe that October 28th, um, release date is specifically for those that have pre-ordered Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2. I think they get it like a day early or something like that. Oh, a whole um, day early. How generous of them. I can't remember if it's a day or a week or something, but usually pre-orders get a little bit of extra time. Um, so I have to say, I know that was the case with like... Oh, never mind. I'll shut up on this, but it made me think of something else. I have video game news, actually. I saw this, and I thought it was really interesting, and I wanted to get your take on this, okay? Um, okay. So the the moo penny makes sense here. So you mentioned that about getting games earlier. Um. My ex-husband used to complain about games like Overwatch because when you get into Overwatch ahead of time, people would make so much progress and it was like there was no way to catch up. The game was a pain in the ass to play, which made me think of, I saw an article that apparently Overwatch 2 is all fucked because they've made the game so DPS heavy that it sucks to play support, so nobody wants to play support, so the queues are like ridiculously long because they're waiting for support players. And even the best players were like, this is not worth it. And I was just like, how yeah. do you fuck a system up that bad? Like, Well, the thing is, what, what I've heard is that Overwatch 2 is basically Overwatch, but with less things. It's like, so, so they took the original Overwatch and made it worse and released it as a sequel. Eh. So. Oh, see? Tw- uh, well, uh, Switch says correct. <laughs> um... But yeah, so it it is what it is, you know what I mean? Um 
Coming to Switch is the game Factorio. Um, if you want to build a giant FU factory um, and take it with you on the go, go ahead and buy that game for Switch. Uh, not our Switch, for Nintendo Switch. <laughs> I mean, he likes gifts too, though. I'm sure he would accept True. gifts. True. And hey, look, we all like gifts. I'll start an Amazon wish list. I'm moving into a new house. I will take all sorts of gifts. <laughs> I have space to build a dungeon in the basement. And we keep joking about it, but this this hey, could be a real thing. If you thing, get a hold thing. of the right person, you might be able to end up on season two of a Netflix original show. That's a thing? About what? Like We oh, talked like about build, it before. Like how to a design dungeon? a dungeon or something like that. Yeah. yeah. Some like old British lady goes to people's houses and helps them build a sex dungeon in their house. I mean, My remember that whole conversation? Martha Stewart. <laughs> remember that whole conversation we had at the beginning about custody cases? Like, yeah, we're done with the lawsuit right now, but I'm pretty sure what? if I publicly go on Netflix and build a sex dungeon in my basement, that's a great way to fuck that up. All right. Fair. Fair. You could help me design one, and then I build that. That way, you're not culpable. Wow. I'm in a different country. <laughs> there you go. You're True. in a completely different country. I had no idea. <laughs> no, um, I am not building a sex dungeon in the basement no. of my house. Like, let's nobody be clear. can afford a sex dungeon. Nobody in this can economy. afford it. <laughs> yes, in this economy, please. Um. Finally, uh, as for releases and kind of going back to you know spooky games, Resident Evil Reverse is coming out for PC, PS4, and Xbox One. Um, I'm assuming it's some kind of remake, aka the re part of the name. I'm just not sure which version it's remaking. Um, and that is video game news. Cool. Cool. So any any new business before <laughs> I do I do have something that I wanted to bring up that's not necessarily nerdy but not necessarily naughty either. Um, I was in Walmart the other day and I know you're not going to be able to see this, um, but this is a picture of a shelf just like in the middle of oh. the aisle, right? I thought that was gas prices for a second. No. It said forty two forty four. I was yeah. like, oh god, are we in California? No. So what you can't see is like what I'm trying to show you is this is just a random aisle in the store, right? This is just like a little center display. It's right by. It's literally right by like shampoo and lotion and everything. Sure. Um, this is Julie. Julie is a one-step tablet that helps stop pregnancy before it starts. So it's the morning after pill, but it's not, you don't have to go to the pharmacy. It's not, it's not even in like the cases that they put razor blades in to stop people from stealing them. Like mm. it's out. You can get to it. You don't have to ask for it. You literally just pick it up and go to the register. And That's I was so impressed with that actually, because while Walmart, I don't think, actively tries to prevent that kind of stuff, that's the first time I've seen it just out there casually with everything in such a way. Like, it right. was just I mean, a even nice... condoms are locked up 90% right. of the time. Condoms, sex toys. Look, the last time I went to go to your house and I had to stop to buy a vibrator because I was like, I don't have anything. I had to ask somebody to get into the case. I couldn't just go buy the vibrators. Vibrators, condoms, lubes, they're all in a case in a lot of Walmarts now. Some targets too, and I get it. It's a high threft, high threft. What the fuck? High theft item. There we go. But it was just 
kind of shocking, but also really nice to see something as destigmatizing. It's just like, hey, we will put this out on the shelf like we would Tylenol, like we would any other type of, you know, uh, right. product. Um, so good on Walmart, which I, is not a sentence that I expect to say often, but good on Walmart. The, the for, only for thing that I stigma. can assume is that the chemical compound or composition rather is probably like no negative side effects to to the you know like you know you 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 can't get cough syrup without you know uh an id because of the um yeah uh, um, uh, thing that's in it the the meth part of it yeah meth methamphetamine yeah yeah you know and stuff like that so maybe that's part of it yeah i don't know i don't know i mean i'm sure But, but still good on walmart yeah but yeah, so I I just wanted to bring that up because I thought that was super cool of them, um, and so I wanted I wanted to put that out there. Nice. Um, let's go ahead and knock out the uh, geeky week twelve, unless you've got for the good of the group. You you well, usually I got do... something. Well, oh God, what do you want me to start? Well, I do have that personal project that I've been meaning to announce that I'm not. Are you ready to announce it? I'll 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 haphazard announce it since I keep meaning. So, uh, as I'm sure some of our listeners know, uh, I had someone pass in the house that I failed to save, Uh, and and as as I mentioned. Well, no, um, it's not. It just... and, but as but as I and I as I mentioned last episode, I believe it was uh, Willy Wobbly Tiny Wimey. Um, you know, some some things going on in the family. <clears throat> as Moo has said, she's recently had that sort of realization where you know, a, like a year just gone, right? And then that's a yeah. year you're never getting back. So I am doing. Oh, um, how to put this? Well, it's called Project Paladin. I didn't come up with the name but i liked it so i stuck with it uh effectively I say, it, so i stole it <laughs> well basically no no someone offered it as a suggestion but basically the point is is i i when i was growing up i was one of these kids i wanted to make movies and such right and that's one of those dreams that uh never really occurred and in this day and age now anyone with a social media account and a phone can basically make a movie um, so I'm working yeah. with some people. We're putting together a sort of program where over the next, it's going to be two six-month segments, right? The the one six-month is going to be the halfway point. Uh, over the next year, I'm I'm basically going through a program and documenting it on, on social media where, <clears throat> this is going to be such, such a pain in the ass to do. I'm training to become an action hero for movies, basically, <laughs> or at least failing oh, trying. Um, that well, sounds amazing. Well, it's one of those things where, like, I failed to to save somebody, right? So I'm I'm re-upping the CPR, right? Like, I I want to be. If something like that ever happens again, I want to be able to save the person, right? So I figured, why not play it up a little bit and do the whole thing? Um, so do a pig. Well, make listen, it bigger. I like it. I, well, split. Listen, that's for the other part of the show. Thank you. <laughs> No, I was being genuine. I know, I know. Um, I know it's 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 oh, there's I I'm not ready to announce a ton of it yet because I'm still putting together the actual routine, as it were, which is going to be published online. So this like is the teaser. Yeah, this, this is, is just yes, the tip, is, as it were. 
this is just the tip. Yes. Twelve is gonna go full one pe- one punch, man. It's like a thousand push ups every day, oh a thousand sit ups every I, day, I, I'm, ten I'm kilometer so run every day. One with the swimming, oh my goodness, that's one of those things where if you're not a swimmer and you no, start swimming, swimming, sucks. Yeah, it's you're like you I feel like it swimming, in your shoulders. But... Um, and the, the pelvic floor exercises apparently are, first of all, men don't just do them. It's, like, unheard of no. for men. Yeah. Right? Like, the, the number of women I found in my research, hundreds of them. Right? There's, like, 30 Oh, pelvic guys. floor exercises? Yeah. For men, That's though, there's, just, like, like, a thing that they teach you all the time. Like, as a woman. Like, when I went to my doctor and was like, hey, um... I've had two kids, and sometimes when I go pee, I immediately have to go pee again as soon as I stand up. And she went, oh, yeah, that's normal. You've had two kids. And I said, yeah, but not vaginally, right? Like, my children were surgically removed from me. She's like, no, that's still normal. When you grow people in there, it stretches everything out and fucks everything up. So I said, great. How do I fix it? And she was like, uh, kegels. And I was like, I do those literally all the, I'm doing those now. Like, I do those all of the time. Like, if I'm sitting for any period of time, like, that's what I'm doing because that's just a thing that was always stressed to me is a thing that you do and uh, it doesn't help. <laughs> yeah, and like, then... But men, we don't suggest pelvic, like you've never heard a man, a man get told do pelvic floor exercises. We don't, we don't tell them to. Yeah. Well, and that was, yeah. that was my surprise was, you know, in my research, I found that and there's like 30 guys really who talk about it. Like big, I... big names. I also apologize because now I feel like there are people watching me for like the tell on my face for when I'm doing this. <laughs> You're like, what does it look like? Maybe we can see it in her face. Maybe your nostrils flare or something. I don't. Now I'm gonna have to watch to see if my nostrils flare every time, or my eye. My, I'll just, uh, uh, I'll just make my eyebrows do weird shit every time. <laughs> Sorry, I apologize. That was no, a very big fine. penny on the tracks. Back to um, your tip. Oh god, listen, uh, just more than the tip. You you especially, but that's for more than the tip, but yeah. I, I highly doubt the whole shaft is going to fit. I listen, it's not that long. It does require two I, hands I and I'm fit. But that's... It's okay. He'll make it fit. He's got a year. He'll make it fit. Yeah. <laughs> Less than a year cuz I plan to be down in the states before then. Um I was talking about your project, but yeah, we were talking oh, about well, last Canadian. Way to go, well, still, well, I still <laughs> plan to be in the states before then because oh my goodness, the the rate things are going. It's it's getting to the point where I feel safer in the states than I do here. Wow, that's wow. Wow, listen, the stabbings are getting bad. Well, I'm... Knife, knife violence. Over shootings. <laughs> I, listen, at least a person stays away from me with a shooting. If they're going to subject me to injury, at least they can do it from over there. Well. Fair? <laughs> Alright. Uh, let's go ahead and do the Geeky Weeky real quick. Um, Sunday, October 23rd, I believe I said that the sneaky peeky at the Geeky Weeky was National Boston Cream Pie Day. Um, it's also International Swallows, depart from San Juan Capistrano Day. Sorry, Lou, I had to go ahead. (laughs) It's also National Croc Day, and we are not talking about animals, we are talking about that wonderful foot gear. Uh, National iPod Day. 
National Mole Day, and we are talking about the scientific the number. mole. Um, National Paralegal Day. Um, is it Mama Nash- Mupacabra? Mama Mupacabra. Wow, messed that up. Mama Sensei is a paralegal, isn't she? I think Mama Sensei technically is a paralegal. I, I don't know if that's Go her Mama official Sensei. title or not. Not paid enough in that in that field, in my experience. Paralegals, uh, generally speaking, yeah, they 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 yeah, mom is not paid enough if that is in fact what she is. Um, it's also National Tight Ends Day, Moo. But unfortunately, I'm talking about football. I do not have a tight end, Merlin. That's I'm sorry, but that's no. Um, it's also TV talk show host day. Which oh God, wait a second! I meant like the muscles in my butt. I did not mean to imply that I just had like a loose, ineffective asshole. That is not what my intent was in that. I'm so sorry. <laughs> just, just when you have gas, it's just. Just... Right. <laughs> oh, uh, TV fuck. talk show host day, which I don't know. I I always thought I'd make a decent TV talk show host. Um, I think I do okay here on the podcast. Oh my god, we uh, have to do a thing now. Like, oh do you, oh, do you remember? Uh-oh. Does it have to do with Moose loose asshole? <laughs> I do not have a loose asshole. Do not. Put it's that true. Out on she the does not have a loose asshole. You Otherwise, heard... she may you know let me do anal. So she definitely does not. Uh, Monday, October. T- <laughs> I feel sorry for moving the title of this episode. Uh, I'm the one like... that decides the titles. I decide the titles. This title will have nothing to do with my asshole. Thank you very much. Monday, October 24th is National Baloney Day, National Elizabeth Day, as in the name, National Food Day, just food in general, National Jamaican Jerk Day, National Kangaroo Awareness Day, and you better be aware of those kangaroos or else they will fuck you up. That is no joke. (laughs) Um, United Nations Day, uh, World Development Information Day, World Polio Day, World Tripe Day, and National Temperature Check Week begins. Tuesday, October 25th, International Artist Day, National Chucky, the Notorious Killer Doll Day. Yes, that is the full title. Uh, National Daniel Day. Damn, Daniel. Uh, National Greasy Foods Day. Uh, National I Care About You Day. National Yasmin Day, and honestly, the only Yasmin I can think of is Yasmin Bleak Bleak from Baywatch, like the original. Yeah. Um, Also, it's Sourist Day, which may be an unofficial anti-sweetest day, but it's all about sour candy. Interesting. Uh, Oh, and it's World Pasta Day, because everybody loves pasta. Uh, Wednesday, October 26th, Lung Health Day, National Chicken Fried Steak Day, uh, National Mincemeat Day, National Mule Day, National Noah Day, as in the name, National Pumpkin Day, so go ahead and carve your joke, Joker Lanterns. Carve those Joker Lanterns. (sighs) National Transgender Children Day, uh, National... Bivachi Microneedling Day? I don't know what that is. Uh, and Worldwide Howl at the Moon Night. Oh, werewolves, London. 
Uh, Thursday, October 27th, Cranky Coworkers Day, so all of your coworkers. Uh, National American Beer Day, National Black Cat Day, National Mentoring Day, uh, Grandparents Week begins, and World Day for Audiovisual Heritage. Uh, that means, like, you know, all, all the movies and TV and radio that came before. Well, maybe not radio. I guess that's not audiovisual. So. That's, that would be the audio part of Yeah, but it's not visual. Merlin. It's one audiovisual. Oh, okay. It's got to be the both. Yeah. Uh, Friday, October 28th, Bandana Day. Uh, Frankenstein Day. Which, this bothers me because they show a picture of Frankenstein's monster. It's like, technically that's not dead. <laughs> uh, Global Champagne Day. International Animation Day. If you're really good at animation... What I would absolutely love is to have, like, a portion of one of our podcasts animated. Like, if it was just, like, one little snippet or, like, a joke or something, or it's just, you know, moo. Like, just like, no, 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 I didn't mean that I have a flat asshole. I do not have a flaccid asshole. Uh, National Breadstick Day. National Caroline Day, as in the name. National Chocolate Day, and that is all chocolates. Uh, National First Responders Day, National Immigrants Day, uh, National William Day, uh, as in the name, and World Lemur Day. Finally, Saturday, October 29th, Hug a Sheep Day, uh, Muddy Dog Day, National Cat Day, National Hermit Day, National Martina Day, as in the name. National Oatmeal Day. National Internet Day. Uh, World Psoriasis Day. World Stroke Day. And International Brain Tumor Awareness Week begins. Your sneaky peeky at next week's Geeky Weeky that starts with Sunday, October 30th. Haunted Refrigerator Night. Fuck yes. I need to know no more about Haunted Refrigerator Night. Well, maybe we'll find out next week. There's ghosts in my milk. <laughs> I, got, I got demons in the butter. Sorry. Demons in the butter. Devil food cake. <laughs> devil food cake. Deviled if eggs, you, even. If you keep your devil's food, if you keep your cake in the fridge, get the fuck out of here. Cakes don't belong in fridges. Not true. There are some cakes that belong in there, especially poke cakes. A devil's food cake? Okay, not a devil's food cake. In the refrigerator. But some cakes do. Like Listen, in general. Canadian wildlife, man. I keep that stuff under lock and key. I leave the back door open sometimes, and you'd be amazed what I find in the kitchen eating food that I didn't leave out because I root. I'm like, first Raccoons, of all, what is that? Bears, moose, caribou, geese, squirrels. We geese. actually used to keep. Um, we had a mouse in our kitchen that we called Cecil. See, he, I needed to have a name to cuss him with. And so we used to keep our cookies in a like plastic shoebox that just said "fuck you, Cecil, fuck off, Cecil," and that was the bin. Um, and while we were true story, while we were showing our house trying to sell it, we came home and there was like a dead or like dying convulsing mouse on the floor. And I was like, I swear to fucking god, you crawled your ass out here while people were visiting and had to die in the middle of everybody. Fuck you, Cecil. So now the fuck off, Cecil bin also says rip. <laughs> I mean, if you give a mouse a cookie, 
Yeah, I wasn't giving him a cookie. This motherfucker is a thief. <sighs> All right. There's, a, there's so. a video making the rounds, actually, in Canada. The bear let itself into a store, helped itself to some food, and on its way I've out was decided, video. like, yeah, screw you, rack. Just, just takes Speaking down a rack. wildlife, yeah. craziest thing happened the other day. Now, for for some of you that don't know where I live, so all of you, um, I live in the semi middle of the country, pretty much. It's rural, yeah. It's it's very rural. Um, Moo and Switch have been here. You know, they visited, so this may go ahead and like put into perspective. There was a heron walking around in my <laughs> drive yard, driveway, just hanging out by the hammock. Having a good old it time. was. It was walking right past the hammock. I was like, "What?" Bailey was going nuts, and I looked outside. I'm like, "Is that a? Is that a pheasant? That's not a turkey. What the?" And then you know, I stepped outside, and it must have heard me, and it spread its wings, mm-hmm. blue and everything like that. I was like, "Oh, oh yeah, wow!" That's, a heron. that's that's the thing is. So I guess for some perspective, because obviously Merlin Switch and I all grew up in the same town. Um, we went to the same school. But it fully takes me probably 20 minutes to get from my house to Merlin's house. my Or my childhood home to Merlin's house. Maybe a little more, depending yeah. on what, what the situation is like. And Merlin lives near enough to the lake that, like, you could get there. But not near enough that there should be a heron in your yard. No, like, that's a very we, odd... We do not have a large enough body of water nearby enough. Except for maybe the pool, but it wasn't hanging out in there. Right. But, like, it takes, like, yeah, you could go way down your street and cross and get to the lake. But it's typically, they're much closer to the lake. That's weird. It it was something else. It is always oddly entertaining to hear you guys talk about what it's like in the States. Because as a Canadian, where you just, first of all, everything's rural by your guys' standards, right? We have, like, three big cities, period. Right, and we have so many lakes and such that, like, there's a heron, um, uh, what a sanctuary of some sort in my town. Right, is it like every year there's a big display of the huge birds where you're like, is that a pheasant? I was like, how big are your guys's pheasants? Is this like our? That's the thing. Like, I didn't recognize it as one of the wild turkeys that just walks around this area. Yeah, because turkeys you'll see all over the place. They fucking walk around like they own the place. You think geese are bad? Watch a turkey waddle around like it fucking thinks it owns stuff. I hate turkeys. Have I not told you guys a turkey story? You have. Uh, Tell me about turkeys. We're on the podcast. Yeah. Um. So when I was a little girl. Um, I, I had to have told the story at Thanksgiving, but for our new listeners, when I was a little girl, um, my uncle, uh, you know, whoever, rest his soul, had some drinking problems, had some drug problems. Um, they were out driving the one day, drinking and driving, and he saw a turkey and he thought, well, fuck, it's almost Thanksgiving. And so he took his beer can and threw it at the turkey's head. Turkey went down, so he went over there. And he thought, well, fuck, I'll, you know, I'll take it home. So he picks this thing up and throws it. And they're going, well, you know, I. Oh, no, I can they, already see where this is going, going because it's not up. dead. It's just and temporarily I'm gonna knocked real na- out. I'm going to real name him because there's no, the, the Pete, I don't think that's dead. And he's like, it's dead. And he throws it in the truck. 
They get to the house and he opens that trunk, lo and behold, the turkey no was not dead and it came flying out of the trunk, just full of fucking just anger and feathers. And like, I remember being a little girl and like walking, like, because we live two houses down from my great grandma's house. He was my great uncle. And so I walk out into the backyard and I go to cut through the backyards because I would cut through my backyard, the neighbor's backyard and, and Granny Madge's backyard to get to my friend's house who lived behind her. And I go to cut through the yard, and I see my Uncle Pete full-on, like, wrestling a turkey in the backyard. Like, I remember his head being cut open from the turkey pecking on him. And I just walk by and I was like, Mom, Uncle Pete's fighting a turkey. And she's like, stop, like, basically it's like, stop making up stories. And then walked out in the backyard, and lo and behold, there was Uncle Pete wrestling a turkey in the backyard. But, I mean, that, he won, but, yeah. That story reminds up. me very much of um, a Jeff Foxworthy bit. You know, about, you know, one of his brother-in-laws, like, hit a beaver or something. Oh, that was the the contest for, like, the stupidest band of the year or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, and he picked it up. It's like, wow, it ain't cut up or beat up or Or nothing. nothing. And And or nothing nothing was the activation word. Woke that beaver right up and bit his nipple off. O-F-F off. Bit it off. Speaking of nipples, uh, what do we have for the gasm portion, Neil? Anything exciting? Yes, speaking of nipples. So I found this list. Um, I was Googling, like, Halloween and sex. And just, you know, we're coming up on Halloween. I thought it might be fun because I know Wibbly Wobbly Timey Wimey, we do have one more week in there. But, you know, if you're going to be ordering things or making plans ahead of time, I thought it wouldn't hurt to talk about this ahead of time think we talk a lot about the ideas of like putting on costumes or spicing things up that way but um i found this at refinery 29 so these are not my ideas but i just wanted to share some of these things with you this was published two years ago in 2019 but it's 22 ways to have a seriously sexy halloween and um the thing that caught my attention is this actually being worth sharing is the first suggestion is have some fun with sex toys and i don't know if love honey still sells this but if you look it's a happy little ghost cock ring, which is the most adorable thing I've ever seen. But can I don't know that I want to look at a penis and be like, oh, it's so cute. <laughs> look how adorable it is. Oh, look how spooky he is. Like, I don't know if that's the message you want to be sending. Like, I, I just I saw that and it just tickled me so much. <clears throat> Excuse me. That's one of the few toys I have almost no experience with, to be perfectly honest. I think Dress Blacks maybe tried to wear one once to show me. Um, My ex-husband hated them. It was not his thing. And I've never really, I have no experience with them at all. Um, So I know this is me moo-pennying on the tracks, but do either of you have any experience with Cochrane? Because I'm not actually sure what they're supposed to do, to be perfectly honest. What depends on the Cochrane. I was going to say, okay, I believe well, so that they can be semi-multifunctional. Me. Well, I have I have one adjustable cock ring that I have never used, but mm-hmm. I bought it just in case. You yeah. know what I mean? Because I've seen the um, ones that are like, the it's just like a single strap, and then you kind of release it when you're ready. But like, yeah, yeah I know what they are, but I um, honestly, just had the, those the handy, way... didn't you, buddy? Well, In my desk, yes. He is a himbo, so. Yes, let's listen. I prefer easy accessible manslut. Easily accessible manslut. All right. No, no one's ever called me that. But you know, I figured spice up the episode. Easily accessible manslut. There you go. 
Um, so, okay, educate me then. What 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 would these be used for? Twelve. Well, so you I mean, get I ones guess like... do they make it harder, or do they keep it harder longer, or do they stop you from coming, or because I'm I assume you yes. can still come with one of those on. Yes. Yes, the... but it's supposed to make it harder too because it's used to not only cut Constrict, off circulation yeah. to an to an extent, so that way you stay harder longer, but it's also restricting the passageway of the semen so that they can't flow. That looked really big to me, though. The one that you just held up. Now, the the vibrating one did not look that big. Well, when you can when you compare the two, right? The yeah. Right, and then size wise, I mean, like, they're not. Yeah, they're not that. Now, and I'm thick. Well, you've seen me, so like yeah. that's. A, I mean, I guess so. Is that do they? I guess you have one specifically because you're thick. Yeah, but there, yes, I have other ones around. Is here that, that my I'm... pen? <laughs> yes, son of a bitch! God damn it! Um, but but you get ones like this. This one in particular yeah. is meant to be more, like if this where my penis, right, it would go this way, so that as I'm fucking the person... So that this, the ridge oh, is hitting it, the clitoris. Exactly. Yeah. I get the point of that, too, right. I guess. This one... So is... Is this something... I guess, I guess I'm asking oh. for my ed- education, and I... Oh, okay. And I probably should have known this at some point, and I'm sure on some level I do, but, like, is this primarily more for... Your pleasure, for her pleasure, for just prolonging, for what's, why do you, I guess maybe that's a preference, right? So Personally speaking, it's a performance enhancer. Okay. Doesn't do anything pleasure-wise. Now, another thing that I would assume, and I have not tried, and again, depending on the cock ring in and of itself, um, could also be used to harness the testicles a bit i've seen that to either potentially for pleasure for those that are into um cock and ball torture possibly i don't know and to prevent them from slapping i don't know that it would prevent it from slapping but it almost kind of works like a hair tie and kind of pulls them back so this is new to me right and i hope hopefully dress box is not here to or he's not here, but hopefully he doesn't mind my sharing this. He's pretty open. Um, my ex-husband did not like anything to do with testicle anything happening. It was not a thing that he enjoyed, and I respect that, right? I'm not going to go grab and stuff that, that people don't like. Dress Blacks does. And so there was like a certain level of learning curve. So then in my head, I'm like, oh, God, I don't want to hurt him. But I watched Tip- Titmouse, and I'm like, okay, no, that's that's a lot more aggressive than I was being, and he seems to enjoy that. So like, that was something I really had to learn because it's not, why are you laughing at me? I'm, I'm thinking of past episodes where you described grabbing things or you're worried about grabbing things where you're just worried. I'm, I'm going to go, ah! I'm going to go crazy so and start biting dicks. Ah, yes. That's right. I have never just yanked What if I get really right? stressed and I just bite somebody's dick off? Lou, you're not going to, but what if I do? But what if I do? That was literally the worst thing I could think of happening. I didn't bite anybody's dick off. It was okay, but. Um, I apologize. I derailed this entirely. I had more no, Halloween this stuff is, to suggest. It's perfectly fine. You oh, yeah, missed Halloween. me, bitches. I'm back. Like, um, incorporate food was the second one they came up with. They went ahead and showed us. Um, you know, there's a picture of Hershey's syrup. Um, 
they talked about where not a sexy my first co- choice. <laughs> yeah, I'm not a big fan of Hershey syrup either. Um, as far as sex goes, where a sexy costume is on there. Um, I will say, if you are buying sexy costumes, my 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 suggestion is when you think about Halloween costumes, most of us are, are typically doing this on a budget. Um, I had somebody comment on one of my FetLife pictures, actually the one where I'm dressed in the Scoops Ahoy costume, and they're like, "Oh, I bet that'd be nice for sexy time." And I'm like. Sir, this is a one-piece outfit. It's not sexy at all. Do you understand the logistics of trying to get this thing on and off? There's no just, like, unzip. You have to take yeah. the whole... So be mindful when you're purchasing your costume, if you are purchasing it for sexy time, um, the egress to the costume. How do you get on and off? How do you get it on and off? How Or can something get in and out? Some things you can pull to the side. Some things you can't, or you are, like, biting into your skin, and that's not fun. Also, Um, if you're buying or making on a major budget and maybe you just don't give a shit about the costume and it's a $5 throwaway or something like that, mm -hmm. let your partner know when you show up or in a matter of speaking, be like, hey, this is a throwaway. Do what you want. You know, that's literally there was um, and I think you boys saw it ages ago, right? When I bought lingerie to do Christmas photos, I bought the one red outfit and for whatever reason i'm gonna back up so you can see me it was cut like this like Mm. it it kind of covered honestly like your suspenders do to be perfectly honest like it was outside of my actual boob and i'm like this does nothing like it's not even like it's lifting or it's holding it's just kind of there and so i put it on the one night and i was like hey if ever you wanted to destroy something this is the one. And he cut it off me in pieces. And it was awesome. Like, I had never done anything like that before. That's the first time I'd ever had knives close to me like that before. And it wasn't even... I would say if you are if you are curious about knife play or your partner's curious about knife play and you're nervous about it, start there. Pick something that you can destroy and let them rip it off you, cut it off you, whatever. Um, but make sure you have those conversations first. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> But I think that's absolutely keep safety in mind and worst case scenario, have band-aids and, you know, yeah, gauze handy. But don't get too wild if it's Um, your first time there. They have used a dildo on this list. And of course, they have the picture of um, one of our friends at Bad Dragon. Um, They have cast a magic spell on here. They're talking about apparently there is a. a set called Lusty Sex, and it is a sex spell kit to raise your virility and stamina. And mm. um, this is funny, actually, because speaking of FetLife, I was going back through Dress Blacks, and I was like, what the fuck is sex magic? And he was like, like, magic spells. So I said, you don't believe in magic. He said, no, I don't. But if somebody wants to stand over me and chant, sure, let's go for it. Like, <laughs> so, so that may be something I look into in the future is sex magic, just for the standpoint of, sure, let's have some fun with it. Um, Hello to our but, Lokians out there, by the way. Yeah. I, I, Which reminds me about sex magic, um, to, to an extent. Um, don't forget that especially um, in the Marvel Universe Thor, like, if science progresses far enough then sometimes it's you know un you know detectable from magic so mm-hmm. moo could not only do things for science but also for magic for magic <laughs> um they have looked to the moon on here and they talk about full moon sex rituals um this one i hate saying it this way it says be a fanger banger 
Uh, pop in some faux fangs and indulge your vampire fetish. I think this one you have to be careful with because if you're biting people with fake teeth in, it's not as easy as you think it's going to be. Even if you get the ones that actually glue on, it's not as easy as you think it's going to be. And nobody wants to swallow a fake tooth during sex. So if this is something that you're going to do, um, not just for fangs, but for anything that you're thinking may be fun, um, practice with it. Um, if you're going to wear a costume, practice getting in and out of it. If you're going to, you know, if you are wearing ridiculous shoes, make sure you know how to walk in them. If you're going to use any kind of prosthetic anything, make sure you know what you're doing with it or it's just going to be weird and awkward. Um, they have on here listed, have a BDSM play session. Now I would say this is not necessarily just a first time thing you just do for Halloween because I don't think people under, as someone who has been repeatedly accused of my BDSM lifestyle that I don't have, because who the fuck has the time for that? BDSM requires a surprising amount of preparation and communication and setup, and it's not something that you just decide, today we're going to do BDSM. It right. doesn't work like that. Here's here's something that just came to me, um, thinking about, you know, a BDSM Halloween session or something like that. Um, I, I've never used them, so I don't know exactly how they work, but, you know, have a jack-o'-lantern, you know, in the bedroom or nearby or something, and the candle that's lighting it is one of the, you know, sex wax candles, potentially, so that way it's at hand and festive, and you're using the correct type of wax that is not going to cause, you know, long-term damage. Yes. And because even that, there there is a difference. Do not use regular candles. That's not... That's absolutely correct. And you can feel the difference. Like, if you've ever played with a... If you've ever played with a, um... One of the safe-burning candles, though it's a completely different texture. We, we had a couple, and we did play with it once. Um, the cleanup can be a little much, so we haven't mm. gone into it a ton, but, like... It's a lot of fun, but again, practice with it first. Don't just go dumping stuff on your partner. Um, they have try a kinky sex toy on this list, which is apparently different than a dildo, but they give us a tentacle. Um, they have be a naughty schoolgirl. They're talking about, again, it's four costumes. I think they're really just trying to pad out this list. Um, but, you know, get into um, role play if that's something you don't normally do. Light a cam candle. It says test drive some temperature play. This, again, is making sure you are buying a set that's made for what you are doing. Do not go mm -hmm. to Bed Bath Bed Bath & Beyond. What the fuck is the other one? Bath & Body Works. And just start dumping candles on each other. This is a bad idea. Um, they have Submit listed on here. It says, if you're into humiliation play, have the submissive partner dress up like a pig. And they gave you a, a picture of a butt plug with a little corkscrew tail. Um... Again, this is another thing. If you're into humiliation play, great, great idea. If you're not, make sure you discuss with your partner beforehand and you have some, some discussions about what level of humiliation you're comfortable with. There's a difference between calling somebody a little slut and getting into like some other stuff that's just way more hardcore. Um, sometimes repressed memories are repressed for a reason. And when you go into some of that weird shit, you unlock stuff that you didn't want to play with. So just make sure you're having conversations with your partner beforehand about what you are and what you aren't comfortable with. Make sure you're also having partner uh, conversations with partners if it's a new partner. Um, there are things that um, that 12 has said to me or that Dress Blacks has said to me that if it came out of Merlin's mouth, that wouldn't be okay. 
there are things that Merlin has said to me that if it came out of Twelve's mouth, it would not be okay. So make sure that if you're having these conversations, you're having them with, with each partner as you, as you get into new relationships. Um, this is an interesting choice, but they have don't let period stop you. If Halloween coincides with your time, you or your partner's time of the month, it could be a great opportunity for you to play around with some period sex. If you're nervous about staining sheets, invest in black towels. Also, again, I can't say enough good things about menstrual discs. Um, they go in, they're insertable, they sit against your cervix. Can your partner feel them? Yes. Dress Blacks hits it all the time. Um, and I'll be honest, because you're, you're, I, I, I'm going to severely dumb this down. Your vagina moves, it grows, it shifts, it changes based on the amount of stimulation that you're receiving. And so, yeah, there is eventually more space between your cervix and the entrance to your vagina. Um, you won't lose it in there. One time I thought I did, but I promise it didn't go anywhere. But like, can the partner feel it? Yes. But it's not the end of the world. Like, um, Dress Blacks has described it as it's, you can tell something's different, but it's not like using a condom. It's not the same thing. Um, Real quick though. Um, yes. I just want to kind of go back to the previous uh, uh, remark you had about anything you know, that I, you know, would say would seem wrong, you know, or whatever. And, um, I'm not allowed to dirty talk moo. You are not allowed to dirty talk me. Um, okay, so to be fair, because you put this out there, you called me a dirty bitch. And there's a difference between slut and bitch. And there's a difference between that connotation and another. Also, if I'm on top of you, you're not in charge. So I'm not your dirty bitch. And I believe what I said was no. You're not in charge here. And that's what happened. Actually, um, your exact words were, oh, it's cute that you think you're in charge. That's what, okay. See, there you go. Apparently I was really kind of being a bitch about it. But <laughs> um, that is one of those. <laughs> that is one of those things that. Um, I, I don't think anybody's actually ever called me a dirty bitch before that. I think Merlin, congratulations. You were the first person to call me a dirty bitch. I've been Sorry. called um like a little there again, I think we've had this conversation before. There's a difference between um you little slut and my little slut. Or, you know, and I, I appreciated what you were going for, but it was just one of those situations where also because this was a conversation that had after this perfect example of open and honest communication. Um, and I know it kills him to hear this but so he said okay you don't want that merlin and i said i don't want merlin at all i'm not here for merlin and then i real named you um but i will not real name you here um and this is a, a perfect example thank you for bringing this up of opus uh, opus what the fuck open and honest there we go communication because there are other scenarios where you could have said something like that and it probably would have been absolutely okay but in that situation nah not feeling it um, but thank you for bringing that up for a wonderful, and it's not that anything that was happening was bad or that we didn't continue with what we were doing. It just wasn't appropriate for the mood of that particular session. Just saying. Um, number 14 is wear a wig. Um, wear a wig seems like a bad choice to me during sex, but maybe it's just because I'm not good at wigs. Now I'll give you a perfect example though, because Bunny wears them all the time and they look fabulous on her. 
She does an amazing job with wigs. When we did pictures, she tried to put one on me. I hated the way it looked. I hated it. I hated it. I hated it. I think they look great on her. That's not my thing. Um, but if, if wigs work for you, do it. If you like the idea of feeling like you're somebody different, fucking go for it. Like, I think it's a great idea. I'm just personally very, very bad at it. Um, lighten up anal play is one of them. And as I say, butt plugs with tails are a fun way to add some flair to your anal play. That's on here. Um, they have the same thing. Have fun with butt plugs. Like if ponytail, like, and they have pictures of like ponytails, foxtails, like there are so many different options. Some of them vibrate, some of them don't. Um, and, and you can have a lot of fun with these. I just would say caution if you are not used to interacting with one of them before. Um, and I, we see this as a joke, but like, don't yank on somebody's tail. Please don't just yank. Um, especially if you or your partner is new to, um, to anal play, a lot of sensations back there can be really overwhelming. They can be really concerning. Um, perfect example. And I guess this isn't even anal play, but the other night, um, dress blacks basically like put his fingers in my normal, not in my butt, just vagina, but push down. And if you push down, you're pushing on the rectum from the inside. And I went, please stop. And he was like, why? I said, because that makes me feel like I'm pooping and I don't like it. And there are other times that like, obviously, again, like I've, I've done anal play. I've used plugs. We've done anal sex. And I don't get that same sensation. But it was just, like, again, open and honest communication. He, we laughed about it, but he stopped. Um, so, but if you are not familiar with anal play, like, John Mulaney, the comedian, does a joke about um, getting a, a, a prostate exam done. And he talks about how when the doctor pulled his hand out, he yells, I'm sorry, because it felt like he was pooping. Because prior to that point, the only thing that had ever exited his butt had been poop. And so if you're not familiar with that sensation, pulling a plug out can be really nerve wracking. Um, so just, again, open and honest communication. Number 17 on this list is try BDSM for the first time. And again, I can't stress to you how bad I think this idea is. Um, this is not something that you jump into haphazardly. If you want to try light spanking, great. If you want to try blindfolds, great. Um, but this is not a thing that you just try on a whim for the first time. Um, I, I really, I think that is a poor idea. Um, number 18 is cast a spell on someone. Yeah, sure. Great. Go for it. Um, yeah, they really There's are a lot of padding these that are this list. They are really padding this list. And I'm going through it, though. I'm going through this list wow. because... God damn that Switch. Listeners, you can't hear Switch, but occasionally he has been interjecting us because he's still the eyes in the sky right now. And so if you see me randomly laughing at something, a lot of times it's his, like, interjections and me just thinking, like, how crazy am I slipped? It's either that or it's, like, inappropriate messages from 12. Usually if I'm giggling, that's what it is. So. Let's see. Uh, I love it. Switch will be joining us in. in I love it. I love it. I love it. So, um, number 19 is break out the tape. So it says bondage tape is a less expensive way to play around with BDSM. Um, one of the, the last thing they say here is just make sure you have scissors to snip yourself out. Absolutely. If you're doing anything with bondage, anything, yeah. please have safety scissors. Any ropes, nearby. any tapes. And yes, it does need to specifically be bondage. Bondage tape. tape. Do not there is a use difference. 
painter's tape. Do not use masking tape. Do not use scotch tape. And good God, do not do use not duct tape. Do not use duct tape. Don't do it. Um, Number 20 is enter a fleshlight. Apparently, the Frankenstein fleshlight is, in fact, a thing. Um, Technically, that's a misnomer. That should be a Frankenstein's monster. monster. You don't know. Maybe Frankenstein, maybe he had a green vagina. Maybe. You don't know. You don't know what his genitalia was. You don't know. I've always just Um, assumed the monster's name was Frankenstein Jr. Just to make it easy, you know? Number 21 is be a a French maid. And then number 22 is dress up their penis. It says if your partner has a penis, slip a sheath over their package to turn it into a dragon penis. And then they advertise the crackers sheath, Ah. which irritates me because crackers isn't a dragon. I believe crackers was a cockatrice. Um, But that's just my nerdy intersecting (laughs) with my knowledge of bad dragon sex toys. So... Um, those are Refinery29 suggestions. I'm just, I wanted to go through that list because it's one of the first things that come up when you Google Halloween sex. And so I really thought it was important to kind of put it out there like, hey, there are some things on this list you definitely shouldn't do. So don't. Also, I just looked at the time on Audacity and holy fuck, none of you stopped me. I've talked so long, so I will shut the fuck up. I was going to say now that we've wrapped that up. 12, what do you got for me? Last minute things. What's up? Oh, well, I was going to ask, first of all, what's everyone being for Halloween? Uh, probably nothing, because I'm probably not going anywhere, and I'm probably not going to any parties. Uh, probably maybe bring a costume, because if you're coming to help me move on that day, I have to take kids trick-or-treating the same day, so you oh, get to be daddy boy. for the afternoon, because oh, those will still be... Oh, don't say that, don't say that, that sounds you weird don't and daddy? gross. No! Twelve not in any daddy. way, shape, or form. <laughs> Wash okay, well, you have Firefly. to do. You have to do. You have Look, to. I'll help. be. I'll be Uncle Merlin at best. Uncle Merlin? No. Well, you have to do the dad duty because I need. I need an extra grown up. So. <sighs> Fine. But but to answer your so, earlier question about the cock rings, since we sort of moved on, well, one of the things yes. I didn't get a chance to answer was I actually I wear one of the smaller ones around just kind of casually on occasion. Um, particularly with to that train one... yourself or something? No, I have this one pair of jeans that uh, is fantastic. You know, I wear the rings that the the already enhancing quality of the jeans is just like hello. So you have a gigantic bulge, basically, is what you're saying? Yeah, yeah, no. Yeah. Um, I admit, what you know what? I appreciate your admitting to be like, fuck. If I'm gonna wear these, I'm gonna make my dick look good. Yeah. Why not, right? Um, oh God, what yeah. was the I mean, thing? some people pad their bras. Some people wear their cock rings in tight jeans. Yeah. yeah. Okay, what was the other Just thing? saying, if you're looking for something to enhance it, uh, dance stores are your best friend. Buy a dancer's belt. It's like a push-up bra for your dick. That's That's the title of the episode. It's like a push-up bra for your dick. There we I go. I don't think we can say that, though. We we can rephrase it in some way. Yeah. All right. Watch me. Anyway, unfortunately, I'm going to go ahead and have to cut everybody off there. Um, And thank you all so much for listening to us and for the wonderful return of Mupacabra. Mwah. Um, As always, 
Um, you can go ahead and find us online at a couple of different places. Some of us are more active than others, and some of us are going to become more active here in the future. But the best place to find us is on our link tree, linktr.ee slash nerdgasm and 3rdga5m. That is correct. So, as always, friends, listeners, thank you so much for hanging out with us, watching us, listening to us. Um, please remember to be excellent to each other. Enjoy yourselves and love yourselves. Be good to yourselves. Give yourselves grace. And let yourself take the journey and be in it wherever you are. Meet yourself where you're at. Remember not to mix your silicon-based lubes with your silicon toys. Very true. Absolutely. And only water-based lubricants with latex condoms. Yes. And Mischief Night is coming up here, so if you want to have your own personal mischief, uh, stay naughty. <laughs> Look at you go! Pulling double duty! I'm so proud of you, Merlin. So, thank you all once again for listening. We will go ahead and talk at you later. Bye for now. Bye, friends! Bye! Goodbye. Good night.